This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. Um, getting a bunch of your texts about gas prices, fuel prices, where we are. Looks like the low still about 122.9, which is pretty good. That's at the Costco near Niskew, okay, the Edmonton Airport Costco. Uh, the high end that I saw still remains 153.9. That was in Vauxhall. Uh, if you're seeing higher than that or lower than that, please let me know. Diesel, most of you texting in to say you're seeing it about a buck 65, which is bang on where I'm hearing it is. But why is that? Because it used to be much, much higher, much higher than gasoline. And in some places, in some cases around the country, it's dropped below the price of gas. Um, on average, nationally right now, it's come down uh, in terms of gasoline uh, or diesel to $1.53 when it was up around $2.30. So so what's going on? We're going to chat with Dan McTague now, who is the president of Canadians for Affordable Energy, and we speak with him often about gas prices. So, Dan, uh, when we've had you on to talk about diesel, typically <laughs> it's because it's been so damn high. So so what's going on now? How all of a sudden is it cheaper than gas in a lot of places? <laughs> well, uh, credit to a very warm winter, I think, is the first thing. But okay. the second one is absolute nervousness by markets that uh, believe that we're heading to a recession if we're not there already. And, of course, uh, because we had that warmer than uh, usual uh, winter, uh, distillate stocks, at least, uh, head, heading to the end of winter were not as, uh, uh were not as low as uh, they had imagined. And so we saw diesel prices, uh, Shay, going back to November when they were 480 a gallon oh, drop to about 220 a gallon U.S., which is what they are today. And it's really based on that that we're seeing this kind of benefit. And this is probably the first time this time at this time of year. Where, uh, as you quite rightly pointed out, diesel prices have dipped below gasoline at least since 2018. So it's been five long years. Uh, having said that, though, uh, I think it's a bit of a calm before the storm. I say that because uh, if you look at today's uh, all-important U.S. Department of Energy's weekly petroleum status report, you'll see that under diesel, uh, the supplies are 17% below the norm for this time of year. Sooner or later, energy markets are going to wake up and smell the coffee, or in this case, smell the diesel, mm-hmm. and realize that uh, those prices at these levels can't be sustained. Um, what's your timeline? What do you? I mean, it, it, I'm asking you to yeah. read the tea leaves here, but what are you thinking? Well, gasoline is going to go up uh, as it is today. I mean, it's going to go up for the next several for the next several weeks. I think you're going to see uh, a, re- a rebound in prices again, driven by fundamentals rather than headlines. Uh, Shay, we've been seeing an energy market that's been conflicted badly, uh, looking at things like the, uh, you know, the U.S. releasing for gas, for, for price purpose, not for emergency purposes, the strategic petroleum reserve. You've seen nervousness over the U.S. Fed raising interest rates. You've seen uh, bank defaults on the regional basis in the United States. Uh, you've also seen, of course, concerns about uh, the debt ceilings, the U.S. government not having enough money to meet uh, its obligations in the next several weeks. Yeah, All those are important, and all of those are headlines, but they have absolutely nothing to do with fundamentals. If you look at fundamental supply and demand, yep. oil, 
gasoline, diesel are all uh, at levels that uh, should begin to uh, set off alarm bells because if you start to let diesel and gasoline drift down and demand remains robust and strong and supply is weak well you know what you know it's going to happen sure, exactly. you rocket right back up on the demand side i was i was reading some stories this week uh dan saying that the demand side has dropped off quite a bit because uh we've seen the inflationary measures right we've seen the the bank of canada react try and slow down the economy it's worked so we're not seeing as much commerce we're not seeing as much shipping the demand for diesel uh, in the shipping industry largely has really dropped off quite a bit i mean how big of a factor do you see that being? I think that's a bit of a lag and leftover from COVID and okay. people staying at home. I, I'm not convinced. Um, I live within 500, I wouldn't say 500 meters, but maybe even closer to a CN freight line here in Ontario. And it's never been this busy in the years I've been here. And I can tell you, if it's, it's certainly not coming from that end, uh, the roads over the past couple of weeks are starting to get packed again. I think this is just COVID uh, leftovers. And uh, I think over the next couple of months, especially the second half of 2023, Watch out. I think prices are going to go back up, not to where they were before, like we saw last summer, where average prices in Canada were about 250 yeah. liter, and for diesel, uh, as much as uh, 275, 260. But we are going to remain high for the foreseeable future, higher and longer. And we typically, going into the summer months, would see gas go up anyway, right? Regardless, I mean, that always happens. Yeah, demand, uh, summer blend, uh, but demand in particular, and of course, we always have to be mindful of disruptions. Uh, mm-hmm. Refineries running at 95% capacity, running into trouble. Hurricanes in the U.S. Gulf Coast uh, and in the Atlantic Basin. All of these things can and do happen almost uh, instinctively. But it didn't happen so much last summer. As I said, they, we've had a pretty good year and a half. The, the, <laughs> the planets have aligned very well for us despite these high prices. And we've been paying a lot lower than expected. By the way, Shay, I think we're going to see... Uh, price of the inflation rate drop, not like the United States by a tenth of a percent. I think it's going to be down a full half percent uh, this coming uh, session. If you compare gas prices year over year, they're down 50 cents a liter. Uh, they're down 65 cents for diesel. That is going to show up in, uh, and yep. be far more impactful than anything that's out there. And so I've always said uh, when you're looking at inflation, you've got to look at oil and gas and the price because if you don't, uh, you're going to wind up with inflation that's out of control. Well, you're absolutely right. I mean, you take a look at those inflation numbers that came out all the time, and you look at what was driving inflation, and gas prices on their own often were a big piece of it, but at the same time, it touches everything else, right? So, I mean, where the price of fuel is, it dictates where a lot of the other prices are. Correct. So that's food. That's all the input yeah. costs for all your minerals. Uh, and Ag. We're all priced in U.S. dollars. Yeah. Um Wanted to ask you, you talked about potential disruptions. You mentioned hurricanes. What about the wildfires we're seeing here in Alberta? There are some of the smaller players um, that have talked about curtailing what they're doing, shutting down some of their operations because of the threat of fire. How big of a factor can that be? Shut-ins in 2015, uh, Fort Mac fires uh, were 2014? It was 2015. Yes, it was 2016. Was it 16? I'm trying to go back to the time when I was working with Gas Buddy and remembering <laughs> it had an effect of about seven cents on a uh, on a barrel of oil. Although it was much more dramatic in the sense of the shut-ins, uh, we'll have to wait to see just how far and extensive this goes because it uh, it's uh, the story's certainly not over, and we could see drawdowns. Now, Americans need a lot of our heavy oil. I know it doesn't sound that way from the administration there that shut down the Keystone XL, but given that they're having to, you know, go and bend a knee to Saudi Arabia and to Venezuela even to get uh, that heavy oil, its uh, lack of uh, availability on a readily available basis, I think, could mean 
not only diesel prices going up, ironically, but also, of course, uh, oil prices themselves. I would give this, if this go- isn't uh, addressed in the next couple of weeks, and I, I'm no expert in that field, mm-hmm. Uh, but if it's not addressed in the next couple of weeks, uh, look for oil to, at least uh, Canadian oil, to move up. Some will say it will fall because you can't get access to the market. The market in general will have to deal with the shortage that uh, I think right now stands at almost 200,000 barrels a day. Okay, so our, this is the bottom. Fuel price is not likely to get cheaper than where we are right now. This is as good as it gets yeah. unless uh, the federal government decides to back off on the taxes. Province can't do much more. There is no provincial tax, period. Mm-hmm. No, you're absolutely right. Dan, great stuff as always. Thanks so much for being here.